back to the David Glenn Show. A lot more on the Carolina Panthers and other NFL, of course. We'll get to the ACC Big Ten Challenge as well. But joining us now is one of the most amazing stories that I have followed here in 2019 anywhere in our state, at any level, in any sport. Chaz Surratt was North Carolina's starting quarterback last year. He was also at the high school level, the parade All-American quarterback, Gatorade's North Carolina Player of the Year. He was at East Lincoln High School prior to signing with the Tar Heels. Well, he's just made first team All-ACC, and he did so as a linebacker. That is not a story you hear very often. The Tar Heels of Mac Brown are going to a bowl as well in year one, part two of Coach Brown's tenure in Chapel Hill. Chaz Surratt, congratulations and welcome to the David Glenn Show. How are you? I'm good. How are you doing? Thank you for having me. It's great to have you. Tell us how this works. We almost never hear of the quarterback to linebacker transition. I've heard quarterback to wide out, quarterback to D-back, quarterback to running back. Whose idea was it that you would go from college quarterback to college linebacker? Um, it was at the end of the last season. My parents, me and my parents both kind of talked and we thought it was best for me. And then so, you know, when Matt, Coach Brown came in, I just asked him, you know, I, got, I could try it out in the spring and see how it went. And, you know, I'm appreciative of him, you know, let me do it and try and go, go for it. How much does it help that you went from so many years of being the guy getting hit or, you know, being the guy that had to figure out passing angles and route trees and stuff uh, when you had to be on the other end of all those things? Uh, I think that definitely helped um, learning deep, like learning what I had to do on defense. Just I already knew, you know, coverage and stuff like that. And then when I got out there, like I could see tendencies based off formation. So I think all that quarterback, you know, knowledge I had prior really helped me on the defensive side. When was the last time you actually played regular snaps on the defensive side of the ball prior to spring practice under Mac Brown? Are we going back to the high school or middle school or, or like um, never? Yeah, probably, probably my freshman year. I played some, um, played a little bit um, when, when the team needed me to play defense. But before that, it was probably middle school. Your brother Sage also got first team All ACC honors. How does that work? Do you guys is that meaningful to you? Did you call each other, or uh, did somebody you know have to tell you about it, or were you kind of looking to see when the team came out? Um, well, we were actually with each other. We had to go back home for a day, so we were with each other, and so both our media guys kind of told us at the same time. So we were really happy. Like we finding out the news together. You know, we were really excited about it. When Sage had that season-ending injury, I guess it was last month, does a brother based in Chapel Hill get to visit in person, a brother based in Winston-Salem? Uh, or in nowadays, do you guys just call each other or, or keep in touch in some other way? Because, you know, I mean, brother to brother, that was an incredibly sad ending to his sensational season. Yeah, it was tough. I was watching the game at home and uh, seeing him, you know, get hurt like that, you know, hurts me too. Um, but he got to come up. For the Duke game, so that was my first time seeing him you know, since the surgery, and you know it was good to see him. Um, hate seeing him in a sling, but you know he's rehabbing now. And he's going to be better next year. I've interviewed him as well. You guys both seem like kind of humble, soft-spoken guys. Is there trash talk like the Deeks beat the Tar Heels this year? Does Sage rub it, in, rub it into Chaz in any way after the game or in the aftermath or over Thanksgiving dinner or in any other way? Um, he didn't do so after the game, but now 
I'm starting to care about. <laughs> uh, especially last time I was home, you know, talking about don't come in BB&T anymore and expect to win, stuff <laughs> like that. So, so I definitely hear from him now. Does it even the scales at all that you both made first team all ACC? Like with that, I mean, nobody has the upper hand there, right? You're just proud of each other? Yeah, both. I mean, we're, we know how hard we each other work and then, you know, make our family, you know, our mom and dad proud that, you know, put so much into us to be able to do that um, for them as well as the rest of our family. You know, it was just a proud moment for all of our family. UNC linebacker Chaz Surratt is joining us on the David Glenn Show. He and his, br- his brother Sage at Wake Forest were both named first team all ACC football players a little bit earlier this week. Both also headed to bowl games, although I assume Sage's injury will still keep him out of that. Uh, you, you know how little kids look up to you and your brother or your UNC teammates. If one of them asked you, Chaz, how did you so quickly become so good? at a position that you had never played, or at least not in a long, long time. In other words, I know a lot of coaches who respect you so much that they knew you'd figure it out, figure it out eventually. But to be one of the best in the league in your first year, that's just crazy, man. How much video work, physical work, mental work, or whatever went into making this story happen? Um, I think just from, from the start, you had to believe in yourself. You had to have the confidence that you can go out there and do it. Um, from then, it was the process of getting my body ready um, in the winter and the summer, uh, working with the strength staff, you know, eating a whole lot. And then as well as that, just a lot of film I was watching, um, you know, with the coaches on my own, um, you know, try to prepare myself the best I could, you know, to go out there and make a difference this year. So I think all the work, you know, prior to this season is one of the main factors why, you know, I had, had a successful year this year. Did freshman quarterback sensation Sam Howell need any quarterback advice from linebacker Chaz Surratt? Yeah, I would just tell him, you know, be calm, be poised, um, do what you do. Um, and I think he did that all year. Um, he, he never let, let any any mistake or anything, you know, affect him, like, too much. And he would just play the next play. You know, I'm real proud of how he did this year, too. I'm trying to remember how many QBs you worked against back in the spring or even August practice. Was there a time... And for those who don't know, uh, Sam Howell just set the all-time most touchdown pass record in the history of uh, FBS football for a true freshman QB. Was there a moment where you, as a linebacker, said, wow, this kid straight out of high school not only may be ready to start for the Tar Heels right out of the gate, but might even be special for the Tar Heels right out of the gate? Um, Yeah, I mean, you could see the talent when 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 he stepped on campus. Um, but then I think after spring, he got he got back in the film room and, you know, worked a little more. Uh, coming to fall camp, you could see he'd be ready, you know, to, to, to lead the team and play well. After fall camp, I felt good about how he played, and I was confident in his ability. I think during fall camp, you could kind of see how much he progressed from spring. And then after that, the season, he just got better and better and better each game. Do mom and dad know how they're going to handle bowl season? I mean, I guess if Sage is not playing, I'm just trying to think as a parent myself, I would I would want to support both sons, but if I had to pick only one or the other, I would probably yeah. go to see Chaz play somewhere. Yeah, I think they're both going to come to my game. Um, since I think it would be tough if Sage is playing, but since I'm, play, I'm playing, I think they'll just come to my game. Among your UNC teammates, do you guys follow all the bowl speculation? Are you rooting for a certain destination? Have you heard that one is more likely than the other, or how does that work? Do you guys just wait and you know, and, and until you get your assignment, you don't think about it too much? 
Um, for me, I'm just waiting to see until it comes out. But a lot of our teammates are talking about the different bowls. There's been so many different projections. There's like four or five different places they're projecting us to go. So, um, you know, one of them we heard was playing Texas and down in Florida, which would be a good one. But, you know, we don't, you don't ever know until it comes out. So that's all I'm waiting for. Chad Surratt of UNC is joining us on the David Glenn Show. How are you and your brother thinking about the longer-term future, you know, the National Football League? What are your prospects there? What's your timetable there? And how do you view uh, a decision that I guess uh, you might not have thought you'd even have to make uh, a while back? Uh, you know, we're just we're – just, I'm still trying to get to the season, so that's what I'm worried about right now. Um, but for that, I mean, I don't know. I can't speak for Sage. But I'll just see where my prospects lies after this year, and then if not, I'll come back next year. You know, try to try to get better. Um, you know, each day I'll improve as much as I can because I'm I'm still new to the position. So you know, I'm just trying trying to get at the best I can be uh, by the end of next year too. How do you describe Chaz? I mean, you're a competitive guy, and your redshirt freshman season in 2017, and your uh, sophomore season last year you know you guys I think won a total of five games how do you describe how you all as players or Mac Brown and his staff or all of the above it it just feels like an amazing reversal I saw empty stadiums before I saw mostly full stadiums I saw only five wins over two years and now you guys got six and bowl eligible this year how do you put into words what must have felt like just a, a massive swing in the pendulum for UNC football in a whole lot of different ways. I mean, yeah, I think it's special coach Brown. Um, excitement. He, he's brought to our players and our fans. I mean, the fans were great this year. I think we sold out, you know, every, every home game. So that definitely helps. And just seeing the momentum we, you know, we've carried through, through the season and hopefully to win this last bowl game will be big for our program. And then, I mean, I think it's, it's going to help in recruiting, um, you know, get those good guys in here. And I think it's, our program is really, you know, on, on the up end. So we're all, we're all looking forward to it. I'm trying to remember, do you already know what bowl swag is all about? Because I'm trying to think, in 2016, you, didn't you redshirt with the Tar Heels? Did yeah, that? We, went, we went to the Sun Bowl, but I got to go to that, yeah. Okay, sure. cool. So you already have a little bit of an idea. Yeah. Tell, tell us what that is like because – I mean, you know, there's so many rules about what you guys are not allowed to take as college athletes. And one thing I've always heard about guys who go to bowl games is like, man, yeah, we get like 500 or stuff, $500 or so worth of either free stuff or a shopping spree. And it just, of course, it's all legal because it's through the bowl, but it just seems like a whole different world beyond the football game itself. Yeah, um, you do get, you, you get some more gear, some, some travel stuff. Um, the coaches already talked about we probably get some more team shoes, some new Jordans, um, and then along with that, the bowl gifts that are at the game. Uh, I remember last time we got to pick, uh, like, maybe two things, that was two or three things that, that we liked. Um, and then you get a much, a much larger per diem. Um, since we're not in school, we'll, we'll get extra money for the bowl game. I, I think last time it was, like, five, four fifty, five hundred dollars $500, something like that. So, yeah, there's a lot to go. comes with going to a bowl game. So, you know, all our players are excited for that. 
As we let you go and certainly congratulate you and your whole family and your brother Sage for all these success stories, since this is year four of college for you, if I remember correctly, are you in a place academically where, you know, if the NFL told you what you wanted to hear, that you would be able to kind of turn pro with a year of eligibility remaining, but still also have your diploma in hand, you know, by whenever the end of this spring or something? Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, I graduate in December. Okay. Um, so, yeah. So this month, I mean, you I'm mean? Still, yes, sir. I'm okay. graduating December 15th. Yes, sir. Um, so, yeah, I have graduated, but, you know, it depends on what, what the, I hear back from the NFL. Yeah. Um, they probably want me to have a little bit more experience is what I'm thinking. Yeah. But you never know. Um, so I'm just trying to get better and just work harder. Man, it's cool. I'm, like, trying to put myself in Chaz's shoes. If you got to hang out in Chapel Hill for one more year, maybe improve your draft status, and you already have your diploma, I mean, I guess there are NCAA rules. Like, you have to take some classes, right? You can't just you can't just party for a, your fifth year in yeah. college and play football, right? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Um, yeah. <laughs> well, I, think, I, I forget what those rules that. are. But you got to take yeah. at least a couple classes just to justify your place on a college campus, if I remember correctly. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> Chaz Surratt is his name. He is a first-team All-ACC linebacker, and the brothers have done it again. Brother Sage at Wake Forest uh, is a first-team All-ACC wide receiver. Congratulate your mom and dad for me, man. I appreciate your stories as young men, but uh, putting myself in their shoes, they must have done a whole lot right with you and your brother given uh, how you've turned out as people and football players. So congratulations and thank you for your time on the David Glenn Show. Thank you. I appreciate it. You got it.